as the toast of the past five minutes. You know we're children. It's only because you made awkward eye contact like, oh, I can hear you. Hey guys, it's the 14th episode of Sweet Tea and D&D and I'm Woo-hoo! seeing spots. I scratched my eyes so hard. Allergies are a bitch. Well, we also had, well, you had a great sleep after so many carbs. So many Oh carbs. God, all I slept off all the carbs. If you're ever in the Central Texas area, there's this beautiful tradition every year around spring break called the Food Truck Showdown. They showed, I chowed down. It was delicious. It was really good. It was beautiful. Regret nothing. Regret none of it. <laughs> Spent too much money. Do regret that. But a cheeseburger is a cheeseburger. And I loved it. A grilled cheese. Cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Oh, yes. so good. I got Shout two Shout out them. to Big Cat Food Truck because that was great. It was so good. It's worth the drive. Hmm. Anywho, we don't talk about food here. We talk about <laughs> the Lord and Le- Lord and Legends of D and D and all the monsters and shit. Shut the up! The Lord I'm- and Legends of D and D. Doing my best. <laughs> I didn't get an app like some people. We talk about one food, drink, sweet tea. That's right. Today it's McAllister's. McAllister's sponsor us. <laughs> it's normally McAllister's. We have a problem. So, one thing we've noticed is Jamie is a basic bitch and wants a sweet tea charm. <laughs> wow. Way to hate. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> a lot of things. I'm going to go get the broom so I can shake up the salt. <laughs> Take your bitter ass back to bed, you hobo. <laughs> Shit. Like, I, yeah, James Avery makes a sweet tea charm. I was like, OMG, this is so cute. I want it. And he was like, how much is it? I was like, it's kind of fucking expensive. <laughs> it's so small. It like, is. I get so aggravated when I look at that and go, why is that so, so much, much money? <laughs> like, it, silver's not that expensive of a metal. Why? Um, it's almost as much as the entire bracelet that you That's ridiculous. Because that bracelet has one of those most con- like convoluted, confusing clamps, clasps on it. Well, that's why you make them do it at the store. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it. Do but it. Do the thing. Put it on me. Make it beautiful. <laughs> we should probably do our show now. You should do the show. You started this. It's me. <laughs> hey. Hey, you guys. It's the cord. It is pound on page 168 oh. of... Oh, what? cord. Okay. Cord, yeah. On the Volo's Guide to Monsters. They're uh, small, fey, chaotic, neutral creatures, and man, do they pull that shit. So they are unpredictable, secretive fey with strong ties to earth and stone. Because of their magical hair and their mystical understanding of minerals, they are also sought after by treasured hunters, dwarves, and others that desire wealth beneath the earth. What? what ma- magical, mystical understanding of minerals, like copper light. That's a fun mineral. It's just mineralized poop. Oh my gosh, scientist. It's fun. Save it for your other podcast. <laughs> so, all right, so they are earthy fae. They prefer to keep their own company and occasionally consort with creatures of elemental earth, such as the Galabdur. I probably pronounced that wrong, but they're not here to defend themselves. A tribe of Kord gather weekly to perform a ceremonial dances, beating out rhythms on stone with their hooves and clubs. Same. in the depths of the material plane cords typically flee from other creatures but become aggressive um when they feel insulted or are annoyed by the sounds of mining so don't mine near them um 
No one knows the ways of stone and earth better than a cord, not even a dwarf. Cords can seemingly smell veins or metals or gems. Ooh, that'd be nice. So they're like a truffle hunter, but they're gem and mineral hunters. Oh, that'd be nice. That would be cool. A coral on the surface can feel the rise and fall of a bedrock under the earth and where caves lie. And underground, it knows the path through the stone for miles. Secret doors that lead through stones are so obvious as windows to the cord. Cord can hurl boulders far larger than it seems they should be able to. Shape stone as though it were clay. Swim through rock and summon elemental earth elementals and other creatures. They also gain supernatural strength just from standing on the ground. They have enchanted hair, as you do. Are we sure this isn't a playable race in D&D? <laughs> you know it's going to be now that we mention it, because somebody's going to be like, I'm going to homebrew a cord. Uh, cords have hair all over their bodies, but the hair that grows on their head is magical. When cut, it transforms into whatever material is used to cut it. Cords use iron shears to cut lengths of their hair, then weave the strands together to create iron ropes that they can manipulate. Which is horrible. Animating them to bind or snake around creatures and objects. Cords take great pride in their hair and equally great offense at anyone who attempts to cut it without their permission. So what is the dumbest thing? Offense? What did I say? Offense? You said offense. Great offense. They could fight you too. They go on the offense if you offend them. Yeah, that totally counts. What would be the stupidest thing you would shave their hair with to turn it into? Jello. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how I would do it. I just like um, <laughs> all I picture is the hair growing out like the uh, Play-Doh guy. You know when you no. Okay. Yeah, when you squeeze okay, the hair. Okay, when out. you push him down and it comes out like little noodles. Yeah, <laughs> little noodles. Um, what else could you get his hair with? Fossilized poop. Copper light. <laughs> Geology is a beautiful subject because a lot of their science is licking. Yes. I was just about to say that. If you go to the mammoth site and you do like the whole tour, the beginning, they tell you how they distinguish actual fossils from fossilized poop. And they lick it. It sticks to your tongue if it's bone. That makes sense. You can identify halides because when you lick them, they taste salty. It's the only profession where you need to put things in your mouth. Yeah. (laughs) In my profession. Yeah, no. (laughs) Drink this clear colorless liquid. It's acid. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's gonna hurt the whole time you're dying. <laughs> yeah, well. So these sons of bitches are sturdier than they look. As a description, they kind of look like I'm gonna say squat short satyrs with hoof legs, as you satyrs have. Uh, I'm gonna say leather or cloth bound shorts. They are furry, like wolf, not wolf mane, almost wolf mane, but they could at least have like lion mane worth of fur on their chest and then their arms are kind of bare. They have large black fingernails and gray skin. Blue eyes is the kind of look of it, although it looks more stone gray than anything. And they have long, thick strands of hair coming from the top of their heads and a beautiful mustache like whiskers coming right from underneath their nose, like right in it too. Okay. You're welcome. Draw that. Uh, they have, in this case, it's showing his hair apps like a steel rope used to, um, I guess, murder his enemies. So they have an armor class of 17. That's natural armor. That's them wearing nothing. They're just that sturdy. I guess it's all the hair. 
They have hit points of 102, which is 12d6 plus 60, which would be 120 is the maximum. They have a 30-foot speed and a 30-foot burrow speed. I don't need to look at what you're drawing because no, I'm just going to mock it now. It's going to be so funny. All right. So <laughs> they have a strength of plus 6 because they're hardcore. They have a 23 score for that. Plus 2 for dexterity. Plus 5 for con. Plus 2 for wisdom. 0 for intelligence. And minus 1 for charisma. They're not very pretty. Uh, They have a plus 9 to athletics and plus 5 to perception and stealth. They are resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks because they're magic. Uh, They have a dark vision for 120 feet, tremor sense for 120 feet, and a passive perception of 15. They know Dwarvish, Gnomus, Sylvan, Terran, and Common Underground. (laughs) They just speak to the rocks. (laughs) The Lorax speaks to the trees and the Cord speaks to the rocks. I am the Cord. I speak for the rocks. Garble, 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 smash, 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 smash. I am the rocks. You're welcome. That's our play. (laughs) (laughs) Are you done? No. That was just the top block. I'm just... Their challenge rating is 7 at 2,900 XP. Their first skill is to command hair. What if they were barbers? They can only command their own hair. The cord has at least one 50-foot long rope woven out of its hair. As a bonus action, the cord commands one large rope within 30 feet of it to move up to 20 feet and entangle a large or smaller creature that the cord can see. The target makes a thir- DC 13 dexterity saving throw uh, unt- or and becomes grappled until- and the target is restrained. Uh, the cord can use a bonus action to release the target which is also freed if the cord dies and becomes incapacitated. The rope of cord hair has an AC of 20 and hit points of 20. It regains one hit point at the start of each of the cord's turn while it has at least one hit point and the cord is alive. If the rope drops to zero hit points, it is destroyed. It also knows amazing spellcasting abilities. Uh, It has a DC um, 13 uh, spell save, and it has a wisdom-based spellcasting. Once per day, it can conjure elementals at 6th level, uh, Galabdor, Gargoyles, or Earth Elementals, or Zorn only. Uh, it has Otto's Irresistible Dance, which is a fun spell. You should try it. Uh, it at will can commune with nature, meld into stone, and stone shape. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're I'm running not... out of space, aren't you? No, I'm just not good at drawing. Oh, none of us are. Stone Camouflage. The cord has advantage on dexterity stealth checks made to hide in rocky terrain. And lastly, Stone Strength. While on the ground, the cord deals two extra dice of damage on any weapon included its attack. So it's extra sturdy when it's standing on the ground, which is where most combat occurs, I would say. So unless you launch this bitch in the air, it's going to be pretty hard to kill it. Okay, you said he's like a satyr. Does he have horns like a satyr? No horns, unless they're buried in his hair, but I'm going to say no horns. No horns, okay. They don't have like a horn attack, so let's say no. They get multi-attack, which is it makes two attacks with its great club or hurls two rocks. It has a plus nine to hit, a reach of five feet using a great club. Uh, It does 1d8 plus six bludgeoning damage or uh, 3d8 plus six bludgeoning damage if the cord is on the ground. So imagine taking 19 damage every time you're hit with this thing. Assuming it hit. It also gets to throw a ranged weapon attack as a rock, which is hilarious. It's a plus 9 to hit. It's a range of 60 to 120 feet. It targets one part person, and it does 2d8 plus 6 bludgeoning damage, or 4d8 plus 6 bludgeoning damage if the cord is on the ground. So, all of its damage dice are doubled whenever it's standing on the ground, which is just mean, but also funny. So, I guess any ground, right? As long as it's earthen ground, so yes. 
are you talking to like it's not like the weird requirements of spells like it must be stone earth or rough earth earth so like even earth. even in sand do you think it would work i'd say yeah because it's on the ground okay like you'd have to get it flying somehow to knock this power i wonder down. if it was in shallow water would it have the same effect because it's still like your feet would still be in the ground or you're still on the rock, but you're just in water. I guess it would be the same thing. Like if it's floating in water? No, like, like you just kind of gently push it into the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, this thing looks dense. So probably, yes. That would be really hard. That'd be a tricky little son of a bitch. I think it would be fun. Like if I were to use this right now, it would probably be not as like an enemy, but would probably turn into an enemy if it ended this way. I would think it could be a good companion. I think it would be either a good companion if they're nice, but they don't like helping people. So my other thought would be that they're held against their will by like a mining company of dwarves or something who are looking for veins of rock and forcing it to look for the stuff for them. So it's kind of separated from its kind. And so you could gain an ally as a party (laughs) by... uh, Sorry. I want to see your beautiful art. (laughs) You could gain an ally maybe by freeing them and maybe they're using their own hair or something to hold them or some other type of magical manacles because they are magic as hell and uh yeah Otto's irresistible dance would be a fun spell to throw around cause you can't stop there's a magic item related to it can't stop, won't stop. it was they had it around a campfire um in the Feywild it's a very Feywild based spell and it's hilarious because they were all going to dance around it and they realized all the things on the ground were corpses because they just could not stop dancing. Oh, yes. I remember that. I remember yep. that. <laughs> I don't have the spell book or player's handbook filled with spells to tell you exactly what it does. But it's awesome and it's fun. And I wish a bard used it all the time. That's the end of my monster. Oh, yay. Shut up. I'm going to talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it hurt. Okay. So I'm doing a troll. Troll in the dungeon. Um, so I, <laughs> I've never worked with a troll until just a couple days ago. In the very beginning of a campaign, because I'm worked with garbage and I don't remember the name. You, one of your first encounters is with a troll, and my players did good. Granted, they're three levels higher than supposed to be at that time, but you know they took it out. <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay, trolls. Large, giant, chaotic evil. It looks like a booger. <laughs> looks nothing like the Harry Potter troll. Um, it's large, so it's really big. It has elongated limbs, at least elongated arms, covered in green skin. It looks kind of like it would be moist if you touched it. <laughs> Why is everything moist and slippery for us? It's the way it should be. But yes. um, It has really long claws. Uh, it's covered in a loincloth. It doesn't have nipples, so it's not a mammal. Um, <laughs> but a has, coconut is. The more you know. <laughs> it has pointed ears. It has a really big nose and jagged teeth. Covered in like... I don't know if they're pustules, but they look like big old boils. But they're they're still Ugh. green. Um, and like almost dreadlocked kind of hair. Uh, but that's it. And it does it doesn't look flat foot in the picture, but I think it is. I'm not really sure. So anyway, trolls have an armor class of fifteen, they have eighty-four hit points, and they have a speed of thirty feet. They have a they have really a min-max kind of 
array. Strength is 18, a dex is 13, a con is 20. So Damn. don't try to poison it because it will probably make the save. Um, has a 7 intelligence, a 9 wisdom, and a 7 charisma. So bring all your druids. Um, has a plus 2 to perception, dark vision 60 feet, and a passive perception of 12. It only knows giant, and it's a CR 5. It has keen smell, so it has advantage on wisdom, uh, perception checks that rely on smell. It also has regeneration, something I didn't get to even use during our encounter because, one, I forgot it, and two, they killed it really fast. Um, The troll regains 10 hit points at the start of its turn. If the troll takes acid or fire damage, this trait doesn't function at the start of the troll's next turn. The troll only dies at the start of his turn with zero hit points and doesn't regenerate. So kill it with fire. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Um, it has the multi-attack. It makes three attacks on its turn, which were pretty devastating to our party. If I'd have gotten more licks, then I probably could have taken y'all out. Um, the troll makes three attacks, one with its bite and two with its claws. The bite is a melee weapon attack. It's a plus seven to hit. A reach of five feet. Uh, on a hit, it does seven piercing damage. And the claw attack is another melee weapon attack. Plus seven to hit. Reach of five feet. And does 11 slashing damage. So there's a lot of information in the text block about this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> My mic fell. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was like, no. <laughs> okay, trolls. Born with horrific appetites, trolls eat anything they can catch and devour. They have no society to speak of, but they do serve as mercenaries to orcs, ogres, ettins, hags, and giants. As payment, trolls demand food and treasure. Trolls are difficult to control, however, doing as they please, even when working with more powerful creatures. So before, when we were with the hags, we talked about the Anis hag kind of having like minions and troll would be one of them. But I guess that would be harder than we really think it would be. <laughs> um, the regeneration feat that it, or function ability that it has, smashing a troll's bones and slashing through its rubbery hide only make it angry. A troll's wounds close quickly. If the monster loses an arm, a leg, or even its head, those dismembered parts can uh, sometimes act with a life of their own. Oh, that's nice. Um... <laughs> A troll can even reattach severed body parts, untroubled by its momentary disability. Only acid and fire can arrest the regenerative properties of a troll's flesh. The trolls enraged will attack individuals, making acid fire attacks against them um, above all other prey. Um, And then troll freaks, which just sounds dirty. (laughs) The regenerative capabilities make trolls especially susceptible to mutation. Although uncommon, such transformations can result from what the troll has done or what has been done to it. A decapitated troll might grow two heads from the stump of its neck, while a troll that eats a fey creature might gain one or more of that creature's traits. That's scary. That is very scary. That's super scary. Imagine a magic troll. (laughs) A dumb, magic, regenerative troll. That sounds like a... I bet this is a PC race, too. <laughs> oh, it's probably a playable race, too. Um, in the little green text... And I didn't read the beginning of this. I don't know why stuff in this stuff is in green. Um, but it's stuff you can do during combat, I'm assuming, because that's what I had to read. Um, it's lo- It says, Loathsome limbs. Whenever the troll takes at least 15 slashing damage at one time, roll a d20 to determine well what happens to it. 
On a 1 to 10, nothing happens. 11 to 14, one leg is severed from the troll if it has any legs left. Uh, 15 to 18, one arm is severed from the troll if it has any left. On a 19 or 20, the troll is decapitated, but the troll dies only if it can't regenerate. If it dies, so does the severed head. So what if you killed the killed a, or you thought you killed a troll, took its head, and then it was just still alive. It's just alive in your, you know... Your bag of holding. Your bag of holding, slowly suffocating to death and dying over and over and over again. And in pops this, you know, troll searching for you. That'd be weird. Anyway, It'd be hilarious. It would be very... Okay. If the troll finishes a short or long rest without reattaching a severed limb or head, the part regrows. At that point, the severed part dies. Oh, well, that takes away from the whole mystery of what we just said. (laughs) Just negate all that. It won't happen. Um, (laughs) A severed leg is unable to attack and has a speed of five feet. (laughs) Sorry. Can you imagine it coming up? It just... uh. Uh, slowly I'm gonna get you. you. Yep. Great. A severed arm has a speed of five feet, can make one claw attack on its turn, with disadvantage on the attack roll unless the troll can see the arm and its target. Each time the troll loses an arm, it loses a claw attack. If its head is severed, the troll loses its bite attack and its body is blinded unless the head can see it. The severed head has a speed of zero feet. Not fair. Um, <laughs> and the troll's keen smell trait... Um, it can make a bite attack only if it can see the target in its space. The troll speed is halved if it's missing a leg. If it loses both legs, it falls prone. Obviously. <laughs> if it has both arms, it can crawl. With only one arm, it can still crawl, but its speed is halved. With God, this is so depressing. With no arms or legs, the speed is zero, and it can't benefit from bonuses to hey, speed. Hey, what did you call a troll with no arms or legs? Prone. <laughs> Matt. Uh, <laughs> I got it. I got it. Dad jokes. <laughs> so that's it on the troll. It has a lot of cool features to use in it. I did not get to use it to its full glory, I feel. Um, what kind of face does it have, like, facial features-wise? Like, is it... Its eyes are kind of, like, far back in its Inset, head. Its nose is very big because it has that keen, that keen smell. Sniffer, sniffer. And then it has... A mouth like a piranha. <laughs> I'm a piranha. A lavender Amazon. Amazon. So cute. Um, but that like, I keep I really giving things tiny legs. Different. And I also wish there were different types of trolls. I've there are. There are more trolls in here. Oh well, look at that. Volo had his shit together. Did he? <laughs> There's like mountain trolls and green trolls and night trolls. <laughs> <laughs> More um, generically named trolls, as with the hags. Troll. <laughs> the ugliest Old of all. <laughs> hag, hag. <laughs> <laughs> I say that, but now I don't know where oh, it is. Look at you. Wrong. I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Good old boggle. It's the slipperiest. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Is it? We're looking in the. We're um, looking for it. The context. Jamie, make some fill in music while I do this. We're going to get copywritten. For what? I don't know. That's a song, isn't it? It's a tune. Um, I'm well, not going to vanilla ice this and you know, blatantly copy just off put the a talented artist. In there, and you're good to go. Well, I don't see troll on here, so I'm a dirty liar. You are a dirty liar. Liar face. 
Hmm. Okay, I have to finish my drawing. I have to finish it too. So. <laughs> Ayo, where's yours? Is this it? <laughs> yes. All right, go ahead. <laughs> it does. It looks. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong you, with it? No, it looks kind of like a cow. A little bit. I'm bad with face. Oh, it does look like a cow. It does look like a cow. <laughs> moo moo, motherfucker. <laughs> I see. I see what you were going with, but it does resemble a cow. Right? I can't draw noses or faces or hands well, or feet I'm or dreads. Sure. This guy has a belly button. <sighs> he has no nipples, but he has a belly button. Um, don't blame me. Blame Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> Thank you for adding his belly button. Don't you like his shit fingers? He, has, he looks he like has salad fingers from the like, original... Oh, I didn't finish his foot. I see what you were going for with his very dainty toes. He is very, he's supposed to have claws on them. <laughs> he just had lines to his feet as well. I did. The lines are claws. Look how good the right foot is compared to the left And look foot. at this long-ass arm. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it have really long arms? <laughs> In proportion to each other. <laughs> He's at an angle. He's like throwing one towards you. The other one's in the you back. You don't have to defend it. We both know it's bad. You can rip mine to shreds. So just go for it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? It has so much. Like, it, it has. I guess those are. Are those pants? Are oh, those, I didn't put pants on him. Damn. He's supposed to wear pants. I made him just like a satyr. I didn't he's put pants on the pooing. him. But he has fur. <laughs> he has fur covering his genitalium. So he's got a... <laughs> fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about Cord's bits, I guess. I don't know. So is that a club in his hand? Yeah. And two rocks are on the ground. He's nice. ready. He's ready to throw some rocks and fuck you up. I like his ears. They're very pointy. But I'm like, he looks like... Randy Savage, like, <laughs> curly hair, had a baby. He has beautiful, majestic hair. Yeah. Did you see the picture of it? Uh, only at a distance. I didn't look That's it like up. A seventy is what that is. Right. I feel like but he's going he's to a porn. Gorgeous. Yes, he definitely yes. has a porn stash. He's got a porn stash and like the V-shaped hair in the center. <laughs> mm. That's. <laughs> where's the fluffer? Oh, because he's wearing fur. Stop it! <laughs> All right, so let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, I don't remember what page is on. It my says hand, it. I know my own handwriting. Shit, though. it's one sixty. So this is what he actually looked like. Oh, he's got like a majestic mane, wouldn't you say? Like a yeah. Cartoon troll. He right, reminds yeah. me. He reminds me of um, that character on The Walking Dead. Um, just with because he had that one. That character has like a beautiful mane of dreadlocks, oh, and they the come up really high. Yeah. The what is his name? Uh, it's Kari Payton's character. Oh, sh- okay. <laughs> He's on Critical Role as well. God bless him. Um, but yeah, it, it reminds me. He of, played Shakasta in that's Critical Role. Yeah, it's Kari Payton. Holy He's shit. a hero. He also voiced Cyborg. Um, it was amazing. But yeah, he has that kind of. Lifted, beautiful kind of mane of hair, and it's great. Only I love you can dreads. Like Afrojack into D and D and make it work because that's the character he is playing. Shakasta. Shakasta's great. Yeah, yeah but you're you're just kind of. Like, I love the burly hair on this guy. Oh, sorry, go ahead. It, I I didn't even picture clothes on him. Jimmy wins. Aw. Thanks. I'm sorry, excuse me, but can you not see how tiny his legs are and how little? Like, look at the, look at the, I always put like, what are the flaps you put on your, on your butt? Moves. 
his moves, they were much more movier before. Because he has I, a weird rectangle here. Is he has, did he have a surgery? He had a double mastectomy. <laughs> oh, poor thing. That's why he has no nipple. They took him out. No, not how that works. <laughs> That's not but funny. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, I definitely win. I agree with Garrett's um, story time. I, oh, story time. Shit. Story time. We always have stories for story time. Right, Zach. <laughs> yeah. We- <laughs> Jesus, the pressure. Oops. So, <laughs> DM tip time. DM tip time. You're ruining this for everyone's head. Tip times. Tippity tip. Just the tips. <gasps> that could be the segment name. Just the tips. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Here's a tip because <laughs> I, I, I struggle with this. It's remembering everything that a monster can do. All the things. Because, like, Things like the trolls, things like dragons, things like hags, things, complicated creatures. They have all these abilities, and it's like, ah! Or and there's so many things you can do in a single turn or in a single round. And for me, it's like, and especially when you're DMing and you're trying to keep everyone's story going and not just blow through their, their moves and stuff like that, it gets really hard to remember. Um, so I would say definitely take your time, read your monster, make a list, make a chart, do whatever you have to do. To remember everything that is possible, because if you're if you're being fair, if you're not just like throwing, you know, a half-ass monster at your party, and you really want them to have the experience, you want to do everything this monster can do to stop them. I would suggest if you're going to work that way is, and it's a good way to do it, is to prepare in advance. Always read your monsters. Come up with a tactic of what they are going to do. Google a tactic. Uh, the Monster Knows is a really good resource for that if he's touched on that topic. Uh, but one thing I like to do is I will sit down and file their skills under specific things. So if they have a spell, is it an action? Is it a bonus action? Is it a reaction? And I'll make a list of that. So I'll have an idea of like what can they do as an action? What can they do as a bonus action? Do they have a reaction? If so, what does it take to use? it what triggers it do you use that in your trello app no um i if i if it's something i haven't used before i'll take it and write it out that is something i've i recommend for some people it's kind of virtual flashcards, and it's called trello t-r-e-l-l-o uh, i think it's trello.com you go in you can add different pages and then each of those pages can have their own flashcard topics and then underneath it you can break it down into discussions and pieces if you want to have something kind of long texted and long-winded you can actually open the card and there's a description box in it uh, i've used that where i have all of the books but it's really hard to flip through two different books when you've made your encounter using multiple source books. So I will take photos of them and put them onto the Trello app, and then they will actually pop up when I open those pages, and so I can just flip between the two as I'm using them. Um, as for combat-wise, I think a big portion that you also need to remember is movement. A lot of people who play kind of theater of the mind style might not always consider movement as important as everything else. But to me, it seems more realistic if you say, oh, from about 60 feet away from you, the breath weapon goes off and blasts you with lightning in a 60-foot line or whatever. That's important. Then the next player who was at the edge of that goes, I run up to it and stab it with my rapier or pierce it with my rapier. That's not really You can't do that because it was 60 feet away from you. It's 60 feet away from you. And so you have to keep kind of a three-dimensional map in your head if you don't have one in front of you. If not, just use dice on a map. It doesn't really matter. It's an easy way to get around that. Um, as for... I, I have used a troll. Spoilers for Waters 
deep dragon heist that is where that encounter comes from in the beginning that is the first portion of the yawning portals opening uh it's meant for lower level players so it has these blood sucking creatures on it i don't remember their names yeah, off the they, top they of my said head. they look like little bats they're little bats but and they, they just suck your blood. Suck blood they're tiny creatures though you yeah. can beat the shit out of them if you want to and you should because they're blood suckers. They're probably carrying. I think they actually can poison you and give you like diseases, if I recall correctly. Um, it probably probably the monster itself, but in the text of that, it it says you don't even really deal with them. Yeah. So it's been interesting. I've enjoyed playing that campaign. I started it and then realized I have to graduate and stop playing it. Surprise! Uh, I believe a listener wanted us to mention a specific thing today. Oh my god, I've completely forgot about that. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the story, but then you stared at me like it's so I'm going to talk about periods today. So oh, much. sweet. Alright, so, you know menstruation. <laughs> oh god, okay. I'm going to start like ahead a Seinfeld bit. From you. Um, so I was <laughs> approached by a friend slash listener, and she said... So, what about female barbarians or females enraging when they're hormonal? And I think that's a brilliant concept. Um, <laughs> I think, I said we called it the Crimson Rage or um, something like that. I think it'd be great to add flavor to a campaign. Only if everyone is cool about it. If someone's going to be that guy, don't even worry about it. But if you wanted, but I also told her, if I, a player came up with that, if she came up to me and wanted to do that in a campaign, it would be like a blind fury. Like you just, it doesn't matter who it is, friend or foe. If someone says your trigger word, you're going to hulk out at them and just murder face somebody. My trigger word is mayonnaise. <laughs> My safe word. Oh, no. <laughs> we went so many places. My, you're, I'm sorry. Your safe word is mayonnaise. It has to be something distinct and not related to the situation. <laughs> so when someone says it, you know they've had enough. What have you messed up? Miracle Whip. <laughs> it's not mayonnaise. <laughs> Is that close enough? Yep. All right. So obviously you're not close enough if you don't remember your safe word. <laughs> <laughs> so period rage. I think it would be a good to give them kind of a reckless attack with that. Yeah. So reckless attack for a barbarian is if you are reckless with your attacks, you gain, gain advantage. advantage. However, your enemies gain advantage on you. Yes. So that would be great. I don't see it being a useful thing for like a caster. Mm. Like maybe they're just angry. I would get maybe give them. Or like maybe a, you're just so tired you can't cast a magic. Because <laughs> I figure if you're gonna go with the rage part of hormones, you also have to take the pain, the fatigue. So the you get exhausted kids. at the end of it. Yeah, you suffer one level of exhaustion after you've raged. <laughs> there you go. And it's just like someone give me chocolate and tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> and ice cream. As you're surrounded by the bodies of your friends enemies. that you murdered. So. On to an otter topic, just completely oh, unrelated. This, it's short. More? We're okay. Are we really low on battery? All right. Never mind. We'll talk about it later. Bye. <laughs> All right. Social <laughs> just, media. Hey, we have oh, social media. You are failing at <laughs> I am half asleep. I am so used So we have a Facebook. It's called Sweet Tea and D&D. And no one talks to us on it. No. Only our one little friend from Singapore talks to us. And hey, uh, our listeners in Singapore... If you really like us, we lost a lot of our um, what were statistics, they? statistics. analytics, and whatnot. So keep listening. We miss leave you guys. Oh uh, yeah, a leave on a Apple review. or other places like Google Podbox. Podbox isn't a word. Castbox. 
Put this in your pod box and smoke, smoke it. it. Um, we also have an Instagram and a Twitter, both Sweet Tea and D&D, all separate words. Um, on Spotify, we are Sweet Tea and D&D, all separate words, because if you put them together, you won't find us. Um, Do we want to tease the... Um, no. <laughs> not yet. We're not even close. We lost so much stuff. We did. Um, sad. I don't know. We will we will get our stuff together, and I will have up our Dungeon Doodles following the release of the episode. Not on Wednesday like last time. Um, We're going to be better. We won't, but we, we'll try. We'll try so hard. We're um, still horrible people. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>